What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 182nd episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink! Going on, dude. Man? How's it going? I am. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking some coffee. I got some a different type of fuel sitting next to me, but I'm trying to get through my coffee. I'm trying this new thing this week. I'm trying to not yawn. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> chug it. Chug <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We'll see. All right, dude. What's going on this weekend? Anything? Got any plans? Uh, well, there's some football game Sunday night that I'm going to watch, and I uh, got a bachelor party tomorrow night to go to, so it should be a pretty good weekend. Oh, right. The XFL starts this week. Oh, interesting. Did not know that. No, I'm just kidding. That's next ah, week. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. There's some other big game this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. So, quick. sorry guys, quick football talk. Who you got? Chiefs? Who I got? Or the Niners? Is it who I got or who I want? Who who are you picking? Or both? Yeah, we'll go with both. I am going to go with the 49ers. Interesting. Consequently, are the same one I want. Okay. Um, so, I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid needs a Super Bowl ring. Um... My dad's a 49ers fan. Last weekend was rough, or the weekend before. Um, So I'm not sure who I want to win. I think the Niners, but I don't know. However, I'll tell you why I want the 49ers. Okay, go ahead. It is a direct representation of the media and what they have done this week. Okay. I'm so tired of hearing everyone talk about Mahomes as Michael Jordan this week. Okay, that's fair. Have you heard this? No. Everyone's been saying that my Mahomes has transcendent talent, which he might. But they're <sighs> he does. all basically two years playing all week long. They've wanted to talk about how Mahomes yeah. is, the, is the next Michael Jordan, and I'm like, he's got to win something first. Please stop saying this stuff. And now I just want the 49ers yeah. to throttle KC in the Super Bowl so they can all just shut up. I, I mean, it's a, such a dumb conversation right now. Granted, he is really He's good. He's really good. And he may stay really good forever, but there is nothing to say besides, okay, he had an MVP year. I'll give him that. There's nothing to say that he is the next Michael Jordan. Please stop. He's Don't just stop. He's so good, though. And that's the reason I'm... 
if I'm putting money on the game, I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, just how do you cover all the weapons? Um, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. I mean, you could go all day about the freaking weapons they have. And on top of that, Mahomes is just, God, he's, he's good. He's really good. Um, I don't see how the 49ers stop their offense, honestly. I think yeah, I think, a, I well, think see, it'll be a good game. I don't think I don't think the Chiefs will be able to stop the Niners running game either. The problem is push comes to shove. Who are you relying on? Mahomes or Garoppolo? It ain't close. I'm taking Mahomes, and I think that's what it will come down to. My biggest thing is the only reason I would pick the Chiefs, and this is this. I think the 49ers will do fine to stop KC enough. Mm. Now, KC's still going to score, yeah. but the thing about it is, yeah, do, who do, who has Kansas City stopped? Derrick Henry? You know, they stopped a lot of running attacks in this playoff run. That's true. And, pretty, and, and if they force Garoppolo to pass a lot in the game, it's going to be a whole different ballgame than you've seen in the playoffs so far for the 49ers. So that is the only reason I could see it being a harder... For the 49ers is that is defensive yeah them covering their run because they're very one-sided offense now granted i hate to keep talking about football oh this i'll take this point and be done yeah. because i know people don't want to hear it but <laughs> the last time the run was stopped against the saints we all saw what jimmy garoppolo did passing wise so they might still be able to overcome a bad running game yeah i mean and they also have that Kittle, Kittle dude who's pretty good. And ironically, went to high school here. Um, uh, so, I, I, we shall. Yeah. There's actually a lot of Oklahoma connections to the 49ers team, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess I'm pulling for him for that reason. But we'll see. I just want a good game. That's all I really want. So, uh, housekeeping. What are you doing next week? Housekeeping. Housekeeping? Um, you want pillow? Basically. Yeah. You want mint for pillow? Uh, next week, the podcast will be on Thursday. So if you want to come hang out for the live stream, it will be on Thursday, not Thursday night. We, I was mixing the next word with the word I was trying to say. It'll be Thursday night, not Friday night next week, because I am going to Disneyland next weekend to try my damnedest to get on that Rise of Resistance ride and ride it for the first time. I heard Hell there's been yeah. a lot of problems with people getting boarding passes for that ride at Disneyland. Not to mention, it is a Saturday that I'm going. <sighs> so I'm really, really it's hoping gonna I'm going to do everything I can. Good luck. If I have to walk up to the gate midnight the night before to uh, try to do the little... Uh, there's something going on right now where you can get it the day before when you're not supposed to, some kind of bug. I may even try that. Who knows? But I'm going there to ride that ride. So if I don't get on it, I will be very grumpy on episode 184. <laughs> very, very nice. So. Which, ironically, <laughs> episode 184 will probably be on Thursday, too. We got some stuff coming up, and we might be on a Thursday schedule here for the next three weeks, possibly. So um, we'll let you guys know 100% for sure next week. But we have something more important to talk about. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Swaga! I just assumed your important thing was what we were drinking. Ah, that that is, yeah, we should have talked about that. 
So why don't you tell us what you You know drink? what? For next week's podcast, I will have a sounder for what we're drinking. I promise you. So <laughs> I like it. I am drinking coffee because I promised you guys I was going to start drinking coffee so I don't yawn. But I also have, um, I had this a few weeks ago, grapefruit and chill. Um, it's a hard cider, but it's awfully good. I love grapefruit and this thing was pretty tasty. And then as my backup, I have a full sale citrus maxima it's a citrus pale ale um that's on the store the other night and it looked pretty tasty and i'm pretty excited to try it sounds good to me i've got a brewing company's name that i can't even pronounce i know some of you out there probably know exactly who this is i've always thought it was unita but the i is in front of the n so Unta? i don't know but i got a grapefruit mm. hop nash ipa and it is delicious so Nice. I'm going to be slamming those tonight. Cool. All right. Well, let's get down to business. Let's do it. What did you do this week? Went three for three in Grand Arena. That was pretty cool. Um, Had a couple pretty Ooh. good matches. I had one match that I royally just dropped the, dropped the nut on. And um, it was not good at all. Um... But I still ended up winning. That's the important part. So I went in against this uh, Newt team. It was so Newt, Django, uh, Decca, Dooku, and Scarecrow Pathfinder, right? So I went in with my JT team. That's why I used in the round before against a similar comp. Well, I did the TMR reduction from RJT on Decca rather than... Dooku. I should have done Dooku. That way he wouldn't stealth everybody. And I basically ended up in a spot where I got smoked. And I went in with something else. Didn't go well. So I didn't really know what to do without using an overpowered team. So I came up with (laughs) an idea. And you're going to love it, my friend. You are going to love it. I've already read it. So (laughs) (laughs) a couple weeks ago i relic stormtrooper han he is relic level four so i decided to take in wait wait so when we were talking about stormtrooper han or uh, was it a jedi you chose stormtrooper han remember last was it last week or two weeks ago you asked me who you should say to oh yeah no it was uh bestela sean fallen so you chose I Han. ended up going with Han, yes. You chose wisely. I think so, too. He's fun. And I'm about to explain <laughs> why. So I went in with just Stormtrooper Han, who also has a Zeta, Wampa, and Wat Tambor. So I threw the, uh, threw the protection recovery thing on Stormtrooper Han, so they just keep attacking him, giving me turn meter. I gave the... The one where they gain turn meter whenever an enemy goes and ignore defense to Wampa. And um, it actually started out going very, very poorly. Um, basically, as soon as those were <laughs> out, I lost Watt. And they were smashing Stormtrooper Han because freaking Dooku ignores... Uh, bypasses protection and just does health damage which i totally forgot about so i was like i'm about to be screwed and then and then something happened it was glorious 
Wampa started going. And I don't know if you've seen what he can do whenever he's ignoring defense and whenever he's gaining turn meter like crazy. <laughs> and not to mention the other only imagine. the other really important thing about this is Wampa will now kill someone and they cannot revive. So <laughs> I smashed Dooku and then he just started going apeshit. It was awesome. It was like <laughs> it was like the nuclear bomb of Wampa just unloaded on the team. It was freaking amazing. Um so the Stormtrooper Han Wampa Watt team is pretty damn nasty and a hell of a lot of fun. Uh I know you have a gear thirteen <laughs> it does Wampa. Sound pretty great. You should take up Stormtrooper Han too, just because it it's I really, really want to. It, that's that's one of the main reasons I told you you should, because I wanted you to do it just so you continued to pressure me in. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I yeah, it's pretty great. Um so uh Drew asked about my Stormtrooper Han in chat, fast or slow Han. He's very slow. Um I think he has a crit avoidance arrow, three protection primaries, health set, two defense sets. Um he's basically just made to be super tanky. Um and it is it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um I've also, you know, Stormtrooper Han and uh, Watt, I've used them a little bit with CLS Han and Chewie, too, uh, to take, I took down a um, a gas team. It was gear 11 gas, but they just, they mopped the floor with it. Um, I've used it to take down a couple other teams, too, and it is, it's it's pretty nasty. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so that's my Womp story. I thought you'd like that. Uh, something else I did this week. I bought that ninety nine nine ninety nine pack. <laughs> this is the first time I've spent money in the yeah, game. All in. In. <laughs> I, I I literally don't know the last time I bought anything in this game. I think I bought like one of those six dollar packs or whatever they were six eight months ago. Um, I think that's the only money I've spent on this game in the past year. But I went ahead and bought the nine ninety nine pack partly because they baited me with this whole Galactic Legend BS, but. Um, I thought it was pretty good value because you got 50 of the, uh, you know, of the like final tier signal data and then 50 of the green one also. That was the main reason I bought it. Really good value there, I thought. And then I also dropped a bunch of crystals. So, uh, the, sh- I, I've been farming relic material and, you know, or signal data, whatever you want to call it, with my cantina energy. And I've been doing 100 crystal refreshes, all three every day. And I started um, thinking, like, maybe I should do a 200 crystal refresh because I need a lot of this stuff. And then I went to the shipments and I noticed those were back. So people are probably wondering if those are good value or not. And basically what boils down to is all of those in there are equivalent to 150 crystal canteen energy refresh. So if you're wanting to do more than your 100 crystal energy refresh in cantina... Rather than doing a 200, just spend a bunch of crystals and buy the bulk of the signal data in the shipments because it's a much better value. So I spent... You're talking about the weekly shipments? Yes. So I spent okay. 2,500 crystals buying those up, bought 50 of the blue, 50 of the green, and that allowed me to... Um, I took crew up to Relic 5 earlier this week. And then uh, went ahead and took him 
from five to six and then to seven today. Uh, I got First Order Stormtrooper to Relic 2. I took First Order Officer to gear 12. I've been hoarding a lot of gear. I was hoarding a lot of Relic material. And I would have had more Relic material. But I also decided that I had to take Jolie Bindo to Relic level 7. Um, I Last time I checked, I have the Jolie with the highest health in the game according to Swagaga. Which is pretty cool. He's just over 140,000 health. Um, you know what? I did not... I was going to send this to you, and I totally forgot. I'm going to send it to you right now and see if you can put it up on the stream. But there there was a battle in, um, you know, in this most recent territory war. Oh, I don't have it. I think I put it in chat or something. Um, but basically, I, I, went a, I went and found in this most recent territory war the most Jack Joan Grievous team I could find on the board. It was a... Like, I think it was six star Grievous, but it was a, or Relic six Grievous, Relic five B1, Relic four Magna and B2. I mean, it was a pretty jacked team. So I went in with my Jedi and it came down to, it was like Grievous, B1, B2, and um, Decca, I think. It was those four and my Jolie was in the red. Fortunately, it was his turn. 20 points. Just brought everybody back. I mean, they wailed on Joe Lee for quite a while and just couldn't do anything. His health is insane. Um, you know, I've, I've got him modded at 140k health. And uh, that basically gets him with the bonuses and stuff to um, about 190, 195,000 uh, health. Which is... Which is just insane. So, um, that's, that I'm certainly having a lot of fun with. Uh, you know, he, he did find it, Relic 5, but I figure he's kind of a core piece to my light side territory battle team. And, uh, you know, and taking down these Grievous teams, just extra insurance. So, I didn't mind taking him up. Um, and then the other thing is, I have started farming the Y-Wing. Now that it is available, which we'll talk about here shortly. But uh, First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot. I mentioned a week or so ago that I've been farming that. And I am 77 out of 100 on the character and 35 out of 100 on the ship. Getting very close to being done because I am worried that is going to be a requirement since we know that a First Order Capital ship's coming. But I'll get into a little bit more about my thoughts on that later. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So what about you? What did you do this week? Well, much like the previous two weeks, this third week was all about gearing General Anakin Skywalker again. I think we talked about it last week, but he needed three freaking stun cuffs, not guns, stun cuffs, as well as a Cairo. I was able to get all of that, plus the five pieces that you put in at gear 11. So now my General Anakin Skywalker is maxed out as far as it can go until I get the rest of my shards. So I'm at 25 out of 100 with no get one to speak of. Ooh, rough. So I've done the math and it's like six freaking GOTBs before I can seven star him. But you got T-dubs in the middle of there, so that'll help out a little bit. So I don't know if it's going to take exactly that long, 
But up until that point, I got the four Zetas on. I got the gear 11. I've got them all the way maxed up. So I can't use them in GOTB for a while. So that sucks. But uh, yeah, uh, he is ready to go for territory battles and sorry, not territory battles, territory wars in Grand Arena. So there is that. Very nice. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been. And that left me enough time to start working on Jolie Bindo. I think I got him within, I think I need about 50 more pieces of Cairo for him to get him to gear 13. So I'll have Jolie at gear 13. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to do after that is get Yoda to gear 13, who also only needs the finisher. So the plan is currently to finish those two I like it. to gear 13 and then move on to resistance characters. Because I myself like the exposed play more than the way First Order plays. Yeah. So I would much. I think I'd rather have Ray before I get Kylo, and I'm I'm going straight up on all in for Ray after I finish those two to Gear Thirteen. Because I feel like with those two at Gear Thirteen, the way my battles went in Lightside GOTB last time with them at Gear Twelve without all their Gear Twelve pieces. Yeah. Um, that I'll have plenty of chance for waves with that team with under JKR. And no then, doubt about it. Of course, I've got I've got Shakti and the clones. I've got Galactic Republic. All those reliced out. So I should have enough GOTB teams until I get, you know, either Ray or uh, Seven Star General Anakin Skywalker. So that's the uh, the main plan at the moment, at least on that account. Very nice. I did fight, dude. This GAC round was rough for was me. It? Um, this might be the most active group of people I've played in GAC in like six or seven, in like six or seven months. That's probably as long as GAC has been around, but in the last three or four months, probably the most active. The first round I lost by 30 because I took two attempts on one team while they cleared me all with all ones. So I lost that Ouch. one. That's fine. I cleared their board, worked on the feats, whatever. Second one, same freaking deal. Only I lost by less because he took two turns on one of my teams, but he wound up with more points than me. Uh, so two really close losses in the first two rounds. And then I saw my third round, same deal. Only the dude took, I my teams must have been taking out his protection and health like crazy or even his characters because he cleared my board and only took two attempts on my night sisters and that was 1876 yeah so that's not a very great score for clearing the boulder board with only one stumble so i'm like okay if i can clear his board or if i stumble once i might still have a chance on this cleared the board first try on everything and finally won the third one which you know was awesome to get seventh place in jsc this time around Despite all the being for the first time in a long time, being able to fight every round, which I don't usually do with work, get to do with work and everything else. Oh but yeah, finally get to fight every round, and everyone decided they wanted to play because there's so many of these grand arenas where like you get to like if you're in like the last place match, they don't even attack you. The reason they're in last place because they didn't attack at all. I'm looking at this dude who attacked me within three hours of the start of the attack phase in the last place match, which never happens. Yeah. <laughs> so 
It was a very competitive GAC this time around. So it was interesting. It was pretty fun. Very nice. Yeah. Uh yeah. GAC That's, can be so much fun really. whenever you know you actually play people if you're not I, I haven't had anybody fluff one in a while other than the first round uh, of this time that's the first time i've had anybody just kind of wave the flag and of course he said everything on defense everything i remember you saying that, that. was brutal it was fun but brutal <laughs> yeah the so on my alt I didn't get another Gear 13 this week because last week I had I got BB-8. The week before that, I got RJT. Um, this week is... I'm working on Holdo. Holdo needed a lot more Gear 12 pieces than I the other two needed. So Holdo is about 30 Kairos from Gear 13. But I've just about got a Resistance character to Gear 13 every the past three weeks, so... I'm looking forward to getting Holdo this week, and then uh, I'll be going for Resistance Trooper for reasons we'll talk about a little bit later, but my alt looking way better than my main for uh, this Galactic Legend. But also, like I said, I love the way the Resistance team plays, at least RJT lead, so it'll be fun to see how that goes. I I have a bit of a gripe. Okay. Okay, they introduced these quests, and they're kind of long. So long, in fact, that some of them, when you get to certain steps, are almost impossible. For example, I just got this level three on the Fulcrum quest on my alt. And one of the steps in level three of the Fulcrum quest is to defeat the Rogue One mission <laughs> in Hoth Territory Battle. <laughs> brutal what like okay i understand the theming of that but for anybody that's that's, luckily my alt guild is uh thinking about alternating hoth and alternating hoth and uh light side geo just to get the get one for all the general anakin skywalkers out there not to mention just a uh a lot of the extra perks for getting more stars there as far as crystals and all that stuff goes. but So I might have a chance to actually do it. That's if they decide to go back to Hoth. Because last time we did Geo and did pretty well there. So if they don't decide that, I am completely screwed. For example, here's another one. I also have a quest on my alt that says to perf- to fight in four pit raids. We don't do pit raids. Uh... They're all simmed. So... Hitting the join button doesn't even count. Brutal. So, unless they just decided four times in a row to run the pit normally for me, these quests are never going to get done. It's so that's obnoxious. Yeah, that's dumb. That's that's oh. really dumb. And Shmood, it says, that makes me think that I should look up Rex before starting any. Yeah, you probably yeah, should no. if you know you're going to get stuck. The problem is, like, the main thing with that is, it's like, why do they even exist unless unless you can finish them? Yeah. Unless you don't have to d- inconvenience the entire guild to do it. it. That you know is I mean? kind of silly. So, yeah. 
It's annoying. I'm annoyed. <laughs> but hopefully we go back to Hoth this month and then I can finish it and be like, okay, I should really go look up. You know what? I'm going to do it now. I'm kind of curious what level four of it is and if it has something ridiculous like that as well. I, I'm kind of with Grande. You should just go Mercuraid and be done with it. Okay, but it's TB. I'd have to well, do it for five. The, yeah, days. I guess the TB one you'd have. Yeah. And I don't think the rewards. Let me see. I don't think the rewards for the pit one are that great, so it probably doesn't matter. But it's still just that's more the idea. Yeah, it's just that's silly. It's yeah. So the the the, the quest is to earn six hundred raid tickets. Imagine that I did that the first day, and then the second part is do four attempts of the pit raid. I remember for which you will get a whopping one hundred and ten thousand credits and five Ooh. crystals. Yeah, but here's what you can't do: <laughs> abandon the quest, so it's there forever. Yeah, that's the annoying part. That's annoying. But that yeah. is annoying. Oh well. Where is this? Where is this? Uh, those are the wrong quests. I'm looking in the wrong place here. All right, maybe they don't have it on Sorga. I'll look it up later. All right. I was going to see what phase four of the uh, full, the Fulcrum quest uh, entails, but I don't know exactly where to phase, find that on. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't have that available. But yeah. Most don't, but I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I get there. I mean, I geared 12 Cassian for this. Come on. At least let me finish it. Yeah, that's that's rough. I'm 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 not jealous, I'll be honest. I'll have that problem at some point if I ever want to do that one, so oh well. Um all right. Moving along. Um All right, all of you who are patrons on Patreon, um make sure you update your address so we can send you one of these. One of these sweet guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go slap that on all the stop signs in my neighborhood. Yeah, snazzy little stickers. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to have to find me a glass to put one on. That'll be my official podcasting beer glass. But um, make sure you I do like that. It. And if you want to support the show anyway, go to patreon.com uh, slash shattered order. Uh, we would love your support. Um, every little bit does, in fact, actually help. And we're going to do a monthly Q&A, Patreon-only Q&A. Um, all questions we take from will be from our patrons, and they'll be the only ones that get to hear it. So, if you'd like to be a part of that, make sure you go uh, check that out. And we're actually going to be doing that tonight. We got a bunch of questions. That's that's going to be fun. A little bit more of a, mm, well, let's just say it should be it should be interesting. Um, so that'll be fun. But and here's the thing, pro tip: even if you sign up for one month. And the lowest tier of Patreon, you can get a sticker. That's true. So, if you do it, it's only a dollar for a sticker. You can cancel it any time, but if you sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash shattered order, you can get your sticker this month. Go go promote these sweet stickers. And you know what? Uh, Make sure you guys get Twitch subs in. Do it by next Thursday, and you know what? We may even give a sticker out then. Do some giveaways to our uh, Twitch subbers. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like where your head's Hell at. Hell yeah. Next week, like, honestly, I have... My, my my brain's been going this past week about ways to give out 
the next blue microphones uh, oh giveaway. i like where this is going so it's going to be something for everyone it's not going to just be a live chat thing okay. again uh we're gonna do something that will be um that will involve everyone all the podcast listeners all the live chatters all all the uh youtube and uh twitch rerun watchers all the, everyone will have a chance at this it'll run for like four or five days and then we'll pick a winner out of that but i have my the hamster wheel inside the brain is turning and i have ideas so we will announce that next week once i once i clear it all with a wink over here but yeah so. cool i like it sounds good all right like what are you yeah. even doing yeah. Do, you, do you even mod? Like, <laughs> Hashtag, do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh my god, mind blown. Oh man, all right. So, I have an idea. I, I obviously love talking about mods and team comps, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, what I want to do this week, I want to talk about taking down Gerald Grievous because this guy's a pain in the ass. Um, and I'd like to maybe pick a team or faction or something to kind of talk about each week. Get get a little bit more consistent on this topic because I, I love talking about this stuff. But um, I'm going to talk about four teams that I use to take down General Grievous. Um, and I actually use these four teams in the most recent Territory War. And they're kind of my go-to, you know, depending on how strong the Grievous team is, and of course, depending on your relics and stuff, um, these are really effective. One might be a little overkill, but I think there are a couple surprises in here, too. I will be surprised looking at the list. All right, well. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i won't be surprised i'm already surprised so i'll pretend to be surprised when you say i like it. it um okay so uh <laughs> yeah grande has a good point the assault battle ewoks can take down Crevis. <laughs> with ease yes i would say so not even hard <laughs> um all right so first team is jedi knight revan this one may not come as much of a surprise and there are actually a lot of people who use Basil Shan lead as well. Uh, kind of depends on your relic levels and everything. I think Jedi Knight Revan is probably the better lead to use if you're under relic. So the big, huge, important piece here is, of course, Jolie Bendo. You really do need a relic Jolie Bendo. And you can take out General Grievous teams that are a bit out of your modding range or relic range in general um like i said i i mean i've been able to use just having jolie and grandmaster yoda relic i've been able to take down general grievous teams for quite a while with consistently no worries nothing even ones that are you know very highly relic and a whole team relic it's it is you know almost a lock um like i mentioned earlier about the battle I had earlier, I my Jolie is super tanky. You can do it with a little bit less strategy. I personally prefer the four health primaries on him with three health sets, um, just because it's a little bit more universal as far as the territory battle and General Grievous teams. You can throw some defense in there too if you want. I don't particularly worry about speed. I do like secondary speed, but just get him around 200 speed-ish. 
um, if you can and call it good. That's kind of what I do. And then Grandmaster Yoda, all offense. Um, this team, it's very important to get down B2, get him taken out of the match. Um, a lot of times you can use Jedi Knight Revan's AoE right off the bat, and that'll trigger B2. Let him get rid of all your buffs and stuff, and then you can target him and try to take him down. Uh, he is the pain in the ass on the team because he keeps getting rid of your foresight and your tenacity up and all that sort of stuff. So, um, that is a really good way to go. Um, by the way, another reason that I'm definitely going after Joe Lee and Yoda is this counter because this counter one out of five times will work for me. And I got to pick the right team to make it work. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to getting Joe Lee and Yoda up there in a place where that actually works for yeah. me. Yeah. It, it's So it's not only a GOTB thing, but it's also going to help a lot in uh, counters in yep. Grand Arena and in Territory Wars. So I'm all about that. Um, uh, Grande mentions the fifth on the team mattering. And it does to some degree. Uh so the BB-8 versions, they pretty much work the same way. Get rid of B2. However, if Watt Tambor is there, you're going to want to target him first and get him out of the way because Watt, I've made this mistake before and I will not do it again. Uh, Watt Tambor will put the um, the ability that prevents revives put on General Grievous and that is bad news bears whenever you kill a droid because uh, <laughs> your Jedi ain't coming back. Gra Grandmaster it's, Yoda going to be long what? gone. Honestly... Even if he doesn't have that, I wince every time he AoEs. Yeah. That's I'm just like yep. mm, please. Okay. All right. Totally fair. Not everyone died. Yep. We're good. All right. Let's just bring him back and try again. Hundred percent. It can be very frustrating. Um It gets it's oof. And <laughs> most of the time I will just use a four man team of Jedi Knight, Revan, Joe Lee, Grandmaster Yoda, and Hermit Yoda. Um that's you. That's what I use about 90% of the time. Every now and then I'll throw Basilisk Sean in if it's Territory War or something and I want to be extra safe or something along those lines just because it is an extra attack to throw in. But So B2 and Watt are your first two targets. Now, after that, um, just kind of start working your way down. You will eventually take down B1 with Grandmaster Yoda's AoE. Just you know, remember all these AoEs. His ability to use a lot of turns is really effective against getting him down. But basically, once I get rid of B2 or um, Watt, the next time that Revan's marked ability gets up, put on Joe Grievous, be done with it, then you're good to go. Um, Grande mentions the Giant Knight Revan team on there. Um, yeah, that, that, that'll work too. Uh, you know, Jedi Knight, Anakin, and Grandmaster Yoda, you can kind of mix around between the next team I'm going to talk about, which is Padme. Uh, Padme is obviously super nasty because of B1's all all the out-of-turn out attacks. There it is. Um, gives a lot of protection up to your team. Mod heavily for health. Uh, GK will taunt almost the entire time. You basically don't have a whole lot to worry about because you'll have so much health stacked up. It'll be almost impossible for them to kill you. Get your um, retribution up. Get B2 taken down. And you can basically just cruise to victory 
honestly gets pretty easy. Basically, if you can get um, uh, Retribution up and then Mass Attack B2, it's matched because Joe Grievous will AoE and then you'll basically kill him and it's you basically just cruise to victory. Uh, Padme is absolutely fantastic against Joe Grievous, but it is a little bit overkill maybe. Um, it, at least for my team, my team's pretty relicked out, uh, but... It is super effective. Yeah, I feel like if you can do it with only a couple of relics on a JKR team, depending on the comp, that Padme does end up being a lot of overkill there. Yep. If you have them, if you have that whole team relic. Yep. Because she can kill a lot of things. Oh, yes, like, absolutely. She's so... Ver- it's she's a counter to a lot of things. One of the most versatile teams in the entire game, in my opinion. Um, I've been using Padme in a lot of our territory wars because... As a guild in general, we've been struggling against General Grievous teams, so I've been using my Padme there, but like in Grand Arena, I will absolutely never use Padme against General Grievous. Um, the other team, this is one I love, but people love setting it on defense, so it doesn't work real well, but if you're in a position like us, where you struggle against General Grievous, keep your Night Sisters. Mother Talzin's lead is amazing. Asajj does work. I personally prefer Mother Talzin. For one big primary reason. That is the revives on basic. So the idea is because of all the AoE, all the damage, people will die. And that is good for you. Once they die, you just spam your basics over and over and over. Um, I actually have a video on our YouTube channel of me using a Night Sister team in territory battle and stacking up a ridiculous amount of health on Daka. It's the exact same premise. You will eventually stack up so much health on Daka that she's basically indestructible and she'll continue bringing the team back this team does suffer for the same problem against what teams that giant revan does if what is there he can create some very serious problems um <laughs> that revive no revive is really bad it's for the terrible um but yeah just keep using those basic abilities over and over keep calling people in um that is if you have the zeta on daka um and it works really well. I know a lot of people like using Asajj Ventress lead. I, I've had okay success with it. Um, it's not too bad. Grande actually mentions Daka lead being really good. Um, and that I can totally see because I think it's plus 50% health. So you just stack up health even faster um, because of, you know, all the ridiculous health there. So that's also not a bad way to go. Um, so Night Sisters, absolutely amazing. Uh, Mother Talzin doing some nasty damage is always good. And really one thing about this team, because the whole team is predicated on people dying, it doesn't particularly matter how much health is on anyone besides Daka. You want to absolutely load up Daka with health, and you must have the Zeta on her. Um, the Zeta is absolutely crucial. If Asajj dies, does her ramped up offense die with her? And when you bring her back, the offense is gone? No, I think the, I believe the offense stays, but she doesn't gain stacks while she's dead, while other Night Sisters Right. Die. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's, it, then, you're, then you're totally okay with them dying at that point. Exactly. As long as she's not first. Yep. You know. And I, I do have relics on Daka, Mother Talzin, and Asajj. I think two of them are relic three, Asajj is relic five. Um. But, I mean, I can use them against, you know, higher relic General Grievous teams and feel pretty safe about it. So, um, it is, it's fantastic. Um, that is, 
and it kind of sucks that you're taking Knights off of defense just because how good they are. I mean, they're one of the teams that you can always screw up against. There's not a lot of those, but they are certainly one of them, so I kind of hate doing that. But, you know, the safety of taking down Grievous is kind of hard to beat. Um, so, yeah, they, they're they great. It's if you, can, if you got the Relic Daka to make it work, I think that they're probably better in that position. I feel like... I don't know. I think if you have a decently geared uh, triumvirate, that makes Night Sisters, Night Sisters on defense a liability. Because they do counter them very well. Now, if they're... If you're not, now, if your triumvirate's not Zeta'd, or a relic in the same way manner as the team you're going up against, then you're probably outgunned. But yeah. for a lot of those, a lot of people just setting gear 12 night sisters, I feel like a gear 12 triumphant's just going to take them out. And that's, that's why I feel like might be better on offense on lower guilds for where sure. everything's at gear 12. There's not a lot of relic characters. I feel like the night sisters might end up being better for you on offense yep. because of that reason. Well, especially if you have Daka relic and no one else on the team, hundred percent, that'd be a perfect for offense against a, a guild of the same GP where you're going up against a wall of non relic or mostly non relic GG team where it's like all gear twelve or yep. you know what I'm saying. And you know the Revan team and the Night Sister team kind of follow the same strategy, uh, revolving around their reviver being ridiculously tanky and just bringing everybody back so mm-hmm. they're you know jolie daka those are the two primary characters on those team padme you probably do need a little bit more relics in general but they're so versatile you should have them geared up and stuff anyway um but the next team i really like this team it works really well i use it often whenever it's just a relic general grievous and the rest are gear 12 mainly because this entire team I'm about to talk about of mine is gear 12, um, but it does work quite well, and that is an Emperor Palpatine lead. And Emperor Palpatine lead is great because they always stuns, and there's just so many options for debuffs to instantly get removed and start adding turn meter back. Um, and the other thing here is you have a ton of options that work under Emperor Palpatine. Um Emperor Palpatine with... You can do a lot of various combinations of Treya, Sion, Darth Nihilus, Death Trooper, uh, Range Trooper, Iffy, Shore Trooper can be nice, um, especially if it's super fast Grievous team, you kind of want the protection up front. Um, Bastila Sean Fallen is a great one also. And specifically, I kind of want to mention her because she makes this team work incredibly well. If you can make Darth Revan with Malak work with HK or something without Bastlashawn, um, if you're able to use that team to take down another Darth Revan or whatever, and you can move Bastlashawn Fallen over to Emperor Palpatine, that team is absolutely brutal. Um, just because she kind of stops everybody, inflicts a ton of debuffs. She's she's insane. Um, and Death Trooper is also amazing on this team. I love Death Trooper with Emperor Palpatine because of he has an AoE that increases cooldowns, which is great. But more importantly, you can Death Mark, and Death Mark just makes it easy to you know prevent revives if someone like uh, Watts there or 
taking down a ridiculously tanky General Grievous. Um, Darth Nihilus obviously works for the obvious reasons. Um, you can just annihilate somebody, but um, you can lose a lot of various combinations of this team. I almost always use Treya. I love Treya on this team because you can isolate, not have to worry about Magna Guard, and then start, you know, crushing other people. Um, but I, I do. I love this team a lot. It is so, so much fun. I wish I had this team geared for my main so I could try it the same way I do on my alt. But the, the Emperor Palpatine I always use, since most of my Sith are always, almost always already gone, I usually run uh, Palpatine, Vader, Thrawn, Tal Talzin, Tarkin, <laughs> yeah. and Short Trooper. I love that team. Now, I don't know how well it would do against GG because I don't have a geared to try it. But in many GACs and Territory Wars, that is a team that I will take in against most things. Uh, at least in my alt guild, where yeah. not everything in the world is reliced. Makes sense. Uh, that team shreds. Uh, Tarkin is such an underrated character, man. He is, especially under especially With under Palpatine. Palpatine, because that Hell second yeah. special that drops like three or four different debuffs on every person gives them full turn meter. Is just huge and then he can turn around and remove turn meter with his aoe it's great it is absolutely great um uh also thrawn obviously i mean Thra thrawn works everywhere but uh you know especially in this team thrawn is incredibly good for fracturing somebody or just turning around and giving somebody full turn meter so they can do their thing um it's just so one day i'd like to cover again on this podcast who we think the best characters in the game are overall utility wise. I know for a long time ago, we talked about Thrawn and general Kenobi being the two biggest ones. Yeah. I'm kind of curious where we're standing on those things. We might have to read game. We need to revisit that soon. Maybe we'll try to do that next. I week. agree. I agree. Cause there's the last time we talked about that, there's just been so many characters added to the game since then I like and it. i just feel like we still gotta stack up Tarkin or not Tarkin, thrawn and gk against these characters and that there, because i don't I, there's so many of them i mean there are a freaking ton yeah. so yep cool yeah well um why don't you tell everybody about this nifty equipment we like using all right, everybody out there, if you are listening and you hear me clearly, raise your hand. I see Wink's hand, so I'm going to pretend like I see everybody else's hand. Blue Microphones has been our sponsor for probably over two years. My wife's wa waving her hands over here. She knows. Um, they've been our sponsors for well over two years now. We love Blue Microphones. We love all their products. They've sent us several different types of Yetis that we've all loved. They give us these awesome sparks, the uh, our great headphones, all that stuff that we have to uh, produce this podcast the way we do. We appreciate them. We appreciate their products. And I think, I'm pretty sure, if you're a gamer that wants to talk to your friends while you're playing PC games, just chilling on Discord, you know, if you want to start your own YouTube videos 
content creation, podcasts, whatever. Blue Microphones has all the stuff that you need. So go check them out. Go to their website. Go check out their stuff because you will find something that you like no doubt on their website. About it. I know that uh, I know there's a Patreon of the show that got a snowball at least five years ago, I believe. And he still uses that snowball yep. to record his stuff. That's just how good their stuff is from the top to the bottom. All that stuff. You're going to love it, so go check it out. But we want to say thanks again to Blue Microphones for sponsoring our show. I'd also like that on these headphones, super comfy. Um, Grande said they look like Lobot headphones, and I can kind of see it. I don't know how I'd never noticed that before. But, oh my God, they're so comfortable. Um, I've been playing Xbox with... um, parent company of blue astro the uh the a50s from astro if you want like a gaming headset with microphone and everything oh lord have mercy they are absolutely freaking incredible um yeah they have t- once blue and logitech's teaming up those are two so two very good companies with very good stuff yes so. there is no doubt about that all right let's jump into this next topic Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right, update. So I want to talk about those weekly shipments real quick. So uh, you may have noticed, or like I mentioned earlier, the um, the relic material that you'll find in the weekly shipments this week are basically like... Um, like doing a 150 crystal refresh uh, in the cantina. So those are pretty good value if you're trying to get ahead of the curve and get caught up on things. I haven't done the math on all this stuff, but that's just one that um, one that I did because I needed, needed signal data. Um, so a couple other things to think about. I, I don't know how you guys spend your crystals in general, but I've been farming up some injector cell salvage for my uh, currently Gear 12 First Order officer. And, you know, in the shipments, you'll notice that 50 of those is 1750 But if you go to the Chirotex, 50 of those is 1400 crystals. But ironically, they both have pretty much the exact same drop rate, um, you know, based on all the data we have seen so if you're gonna buy one of those buy the kairos and then farm your gear gear 12 finishers that is a little bit more efficient way to use your crystals but man these fusion disc and the fusion coil which is the mod slicing salvage uh 75 of or uh yeah 75 of the one for 125k and then 25 of the other for 125k ally coins. Man, I'll be honest, I'm just not really digging either one of those. If I'm tempted on one of them... I was about to ask, I bought the 75. That one is a far better value. Because these things have the exact same drop rate. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're That's going to buy one... That's what confused me is why one was 25 and one was 75. Yeah. For the same... The 75 one was what, 150 and the other one was 125? Uh, they're both 125. Are they both? I can't see it on the, yeah. on my game. You right just now, get so. three times more fusion discs yeah. than fusion coils. So, and I had way less fusion discs than I have fusion coils. So I'm like, 
that seems like a no-brainer for me. 100%. Um, if- and here's the best part. You're not spending a crap ton of ally coins for ship omegas. Yeah. Like, was in there for, like, four weeks straight. Yeah. Uh, better I- options, better prices. Totally agree. Better pizza. I think the fusion Dominoes. disc, I, I would bet if I the, did the math on conversion rates of ally coins, the fusion disc would turn out to be pretty decent value, but the fusion coils awful. So definitely avoid that. That is terrible. Yeah. I can deal with 75. The 25 for the same price is just too much. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not great. Not great. So if you've been listening to this podcast very long, you may know. One of my favorite game modes. It is not there all the time, but God, I love me some assault battles. So I have to say, whenever I saw this update, I was unbelievably freaking excited. Well, they alluded Woo! to it in the QA. I did not think it would happen this quick, but holy crap. I didn't either. Like, it's damn. Here. Now, I say content, and it is content. I will say this. It is content yeah. because it is playable content, it is, but it, it is the same thing as before, only harder. I understand that. But to everyone out there that's having that issue, this is like the bridge to bridge the gap until the new content. There are a lot of assault battles. So if all of them are slowly getting updated until whatever we get next, I am totally fine with that because it is super fun to figure out how to beat these. 100%. Like, lot of fun with these um yeah yeah i was super stoked to see it as well and basically what they and do- we've been talking how long have we been saying that the events needed updated because yeah. at this point the- most of them were just set it and forget it. mythic tiers are Start- audible for end game players yes exactly so it's like we finally got some updates to events which they said you know six months ago that they weren't in their plans to do and here we are with updated events. So I am glad to see that they changed their mind on that and that those things that we get every day. I don't ever see Omegas becoming hard, like Omega Battles. That's fine. Uh, but Assault Battles have always been like the baby. For Cap Gas- Cap Gasp, that's a name you never hear anymore. But for the longest time, as these were being introduced, Cap Gasp was the man because we were getting new events new playable content that we were going to be able where it was going to be replayable and we were going to be able to enjoy it for long a long time well the long time ran out it became not enjoyable because it wasn't hard and now we got hard again and it's enjoyable again regardless of whether it's the same thing as it was before it's fun again yep you know it's just fun to see it's good to see yep i agree um all right, so they added two tiers. Challenge tier one, challenge tier two. Tier one, quite a bit easier. They were originally going to make places of power the first one, but they caught a bug before they released it. Well done, CG. That doesn't always happen, so I that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's great. I, I mean, it's kind of been a joke going on, but seriously, like you find something and then you're like, okay, so we're going to switch things around. Awesome. And they still gave us a territory battle. So, or sorry, an assault battle. Fabulous. We ended up getting force moon first. So this is obviously one where you are battling Ewoks and using droids and or empire to go and try to take them down. Um, personally, 
team I used was all gear 12. Emperor, uh, Emperor Palpatine, Thrawn. Damn, who all did I use? Vader. Um, I, I don't even remember the rest, but basically Emperor Palpatine with Thrawn. Oh, Death Trooper was one. Oh, Death Trooper, Range Trooper. That's who it was. Uh, it was super easy. I didn't lose anyone. It was super easy. You just have to make sure that you fracture Tebow whenever you get to that fourth stage with Thrawn. Um, that works very, very well. You can do it with all gear 12. If you had, if you struggled doing that one, um, make sure you use that in tier one, tier two, totally different story. I never ended up beating it. I think I could have if I had more time, but I, I didn't, um, there is, there is a strategy to it and you really only need a couple relic characters. Um, actually somebody, I saw somebody do it with just a relic B1, but um, I have my B2 relic. For and, the you know, mm. strategy I used, that's almost all you needed. Yeah. So, so the idea the- there is Thrawn lead with Magna Guard, B1, B2, and like BBA. I, I BBA. Or you can really use any, uh, almost anyone probably <laughs> works, but BB8 is the best because of exposed turn meter gain, buffs, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I, I got to ask you real quick. Okay. Why Thrawn lead? I couldn't figure this out in my head the, before the show. The reason why is because... Why not any he, other lead than GG? Well, the reason is... I understand why you don't want GG, but why is Thrawn lead the one? No one else in that team offers a leader ability, and you need Thrawn to fracture Tebow, plus Thrawn's leader ability gives him an extra ability that you can use and gain 50% turn meter. So it basically, it's basically a cooldown reduction on fracture of 0.5, which actually turns out to be really important in this thing. Um, And that's actually what makes it possible is by using that team, you basically spam special abilities to stack up as many stacks of droid battalion on B1 as possible. And once you get those stacked up, the idea is once you get to that fourth phase, you fracture out Tebow, and you try to get Magna Guard to survive a shot from Tebow because he'll probably get hit. But you save. Uh, Mine did not. Ooh, lucky. <laughs> let me, let you. me just explain what happened to me. All right. I tried it earlier in the day before I read any strategy on it. Okay. And I did about four attempts and I couldn't get through it with my uh, gear using a GG lead. And I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll play with this later. Well,. You know how life is. Life gets busy. So my later was 12.45 a.m. Ooh. The event ended at 1 a.m. So I started it with one chance, knowing that if the the plan, uh, knowing the strategy now that the strategy would take at least 20 minutes to do. Brutal. All right. So here's what happens, right? I'm going. Things are going good. B1s, almost to 200 stacks. We're, we're, we're rolling through this. We get to Tebow. We take out the Elders. Tebow's there. I'm I'm controlling him. I'm using BB-8 to give turn meter to, to Thrawn to keep the fracture up. Well, Tebow managed to get one turn. That's all it takes, man. Tebow, Tebow slammed Magna Guard. Oh. But guess what? Magna Guard survived. Lucky! Sliver of red hell. Lucky. Then Magna Guard took his next turn and the dots took him out. Oh. <laughs> I was, I'm like, no! Oh, I don't get another brutal. chance. 
Oh, what is that's this? freaking so I keep terrible. Going. I keep rolling terrible. through. Terrible. I keep going. I'm, I'm, I, B1 is completely exposed now, but I got to 200 stacks. So he's rolling through. He's still gaining stacks, but he's still taking hits now because there's no tank. So I can't ever get him past 200 yeah. stacks. And I'm really starting to lose my stacks. Well, I got all the way to the end of the thing, right? And so these guys are shooting B1, taking down his stacks. They're Ugh. shooting BB8. They're shooting Thrawn. Luckily, B2 isn't dying because every time B1 took a turn, I'd heal him. So those two I know are solid, but I see those stacks going down. Mm. And I don't know why I'm so excited about this. New content. Yeah. But see, it was so funny because BB8 drops. And I'm like, okay, there's only there's only five of them left. We still might have a chance. They don't have a lot of health. Things are okay. I already took out the Elder. And so I'll keep going. The stacks are dropping. We're down to 150 now. They take out Thrawn. So now it's B1, B2 and B1. That's it. And I got 150 stacks. I'm like, okay, there's not going to be enough offense here. Finished it with B1 and B2 alive with B1 at really? 72 stacks. No joke. And that finished at 1.10 a.m. <laughs> Damn. So 10 minutes after the buzzer, I finished it and beat tier one. I didn't get to try tier two, but tier nice. one, I'm like, all right. If I can get through it with MagnaGuard, I know I can beat it reliably every time. But man, that no, watching MagnaGuard go down, I'm like, well, I don't get another chance. This kind of sucks. Yeah. So I was super stoked. That was so, super fun. So I had but similar... adding the extra pressure of the, uh, the, the timer time. yeah. <laughs> made it a lot more fun. It's like... Do or die, because if you die, it's over. Yeah, uh, I had the basically exact same thing happened in tier two. I, my Magna Guard's only gear twelve. If I had a gear thirteen Magna Guard, I feel pretty confident I would have beat it. It's just every time he went, he ended up killing my Magna Guard. I just could not make him survive long enough. Um, so I may need to add a few pieces to him next time, just give him a little bit more survivability. Um, Is yours gear twelve? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what gear twelve pieces I have on him. So the, the amazing One. thing, <laughs> the the great thing about these territory battles are the freaking rewards. So for beating tier one, oh, which you can do dude. entirely with gear twelve characters. Yes, dude. Five of each finisher salvage. Phenomenal. Ten of each Cairotech and two Ten. Zetas. Ten of them. I freaking. Uh, dude, these awesome. rewards are... They're fantastic. Uh, just, I don't foresee nope. as great of, uh, of of a chance of me winning the next one, but we'll see. But for this one, knowing I can beat that one every time, I'm stoked. I don't know about Tier 2. That's going to be a whole new beast for me next time. I, we'll see what happens. I have a feeling that my Relic 4 B2 is just not going to be enough. Sorry, Relic 4 B2, Relic 4 B1. I don't think those two alone, even though they stood tall in this tier one, is going to be close to tier two. I've heard a lot of people are like, you need all relics on, on tier two. But I didn't get to try it, so I don't have experience. But, yeah. man, I, super fun. Th there were a few people that beat it with one or two relics, but um, I don't know how many attempts they took, but they probably had really I good I heard people were well. going into phase four on tier two with 400 stacks on their B1, which would take... That's like a thirty-minute yeah. run. It, it like, is. That's a long run. And if you get to the end and die, are you really gonna want to do it again? Yeah. Like I, because because here's the thing, 
It's frustrating. I feel like tier one tier one rewards are better than tier two to me. Now tier two rewards are good. Don't get me wrong, but I would rather have the tier one at this point. I 100% agree with you, mainly because of the Chirotex, but that Relic Salvage is awfully good. I I didn't take a shot. Oh yeah, of, it's certainly not bad. Yeah, I didn't take but a if shot these of all two the were exact reversed, stuff, I wouldn't but... even be surprised. Like if the rewards yeah. for what's tier two were the tier one rewards, I agree. And those were switched over to tier two. That would have made more sense to me because I feel like tier one of these new uh, totally agree is better than. The, the harder one yeah and uh, th- they're all valuable i mean if you can beat both of them you like you're in a great spot this is oh just, yeah for sure they're, they're fabulous and the great thing is they're not first time rewards you give them every freaking time you do it so bring on the assault battles but love it the next one the one that was bugged which i assume we'll probably see pretty soon is places of power and this of course is the one where you will battle jedi and your options are first order and or sith um uh, all those of you with your relic seven malics probably gonna be a pretty good spot that's that's uh, the only one i have relic of my sith yeah um <laughs> You know what? I'm not sure I have a single Sith. So I've got some first order. Let, let's. I'm going to go to my roster and look and see just how prepared I am for this. Let's go. First order, I have first order Stormtrooper, Kylo Ren at Relic 7. Or sorry, Kylo Ren at Relic 4. Uh, Kylo Ren at Mast at Relic 7. First order Executioner Relic 4. And you're going to be running first order. Too. I will be running first order because my Sith, um, I don't have a single one at gear 13. They're all gear 12. Uh, Bastila Sean is the closest. She is gear 12 plus five. Um, the rest are, you, my Scion and Trey are pretty good. But um, if uh, Emperor Palpatine led Bastila Sean scion darth trey annihilus mashup or something like that won't work um i will be resorting entirely to first order um because my first order is actually pretty damn good so that'll be my first attempt and then if that doesn't work i will try to spam with the emperor palpatine team i i think the emperor palpatine losing my words emperor palpatine team will work very well in places of power as well um just like it does in force moon i you know i think that team can take you pretty far in tier one i suspect based on what we've seen i suspect tier two will be a much different story much like it was on force moon but um here's the thing about that i'm curious and this is i'm more i'm curious to see how places of power these tier one and tier two are for that event because if you think about Forest Moon, Forest Moon was always one of the hardest assault battles. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if Places of Power is on tier with Forest Moon, or if it's if it's a step below like it always was compared to Forest Moon and some of the other ones. That's a good point. So. Well, and one thing about Places of Power usually what i do is just get first order executioner going and he will just basically execute everybody he kills 80 percent of the people on there just because he kills someone gains 80 percent term here kills somebody else and it's just a never-ending cycle he is a monster and <laughs> drew with the good point 
Those Jedi are going to be murder in the last year. I completely forgot about the fact that yeah, the the, the Yoda that never dies, General Kenobi, along with, uh, General Kenobi. You basically doesn't matter, matter who the other three are. That's fair. because well, I think there's six of them, isn't there? Yoda always hides behind Kenobi, and if without Kenobi, if you don't kill Yoda, everybody has that extra buff. Yeah, that makes them just ridiculous. Brutal. So that last tier is going to be brutal. I wouldn't be a it. bit surprised if they change one of those other Jedi to Jolie Bindo. If they ch- yeah, if they started changing the Jedi, oh, that would be a challenge. Uh, for sure. They're yes. like, let's throw JKR in there too, and even though he's not the leader, we'll give everybody uh, <laughs> salvation. It wouldn't surprise me, it because it's it's going to be difficult because. I suspect they're going to want to make Tier 2 challenging, even for those with Malak. It'll be beatable, but challenging. And as we know, Malak is absolute insanity. And so, Drunet's <sighs> just brought up a very good point, and it made me think for a second. He said, I think Mace is pretty ridiculous too, right? Well, in the assault battle, he doesn't do the same ability that he does in the territory battle, yeah. If Mace good, got though. that, if Mace got that uh, debuff, that the next time he hits someone, they die. Shatterpoint in the assault. Yeah. yeah, if he got Shatterpoint in the assault battle in these other tiers, that'd be that. Na- yeah, bad news bears. The new Tebow, yeah. the like the Tebow of this event. <laughs> but suddenly Mace, I you better have a dispeller, hot, quick, and ready. I'm really hoping my first order does well. Um, you know, I'll I'll have first order officer relic by the time this comes around. Hopefully, um, we'll see. But um, yeah, it'll be fun. I I can't wait to check it out, and it'll be fun to see what other assault battles they end up adding. Hopefully, start giving saying, these to I us might more not often beat it, too. But I'm sure as hell gonna have fun playing it. Indeed, this is one of those things where you don't set it and hit auto. You actually have to play the game and play your characters. And that is what I wanted. So I'm super stoked about this. Agreed. Well, why don't you tell everyone about the Shard Shuffle? All right, so Shard Shuffle, they added a week after they added Hyena to the table, just the same way as they did with the Galactic Chase and the Marquee event. You've got BTLB Y-Wing or the Delicious Sandwich Y-Wing added to the Delicious Without Tomato. Link's not here to refute me, but tomatoes are the demon fruit. So let's just all agree on that, and we'll move on. BTLB, Y-Wing, Light Side 7C. It is a hard node addition, so have fun. Everybody loves a hard node. It's a hard node life. Now it's again with the BTLB, Y-Wing as well. They added Resistance Hero Finn, Sith Trooper, and Hux, all at the same time, which I thought found kind of weird. They all went in there at the same time uh, to Chromiums and Shipments. So you can now start uh, Shipment Farming, Finn, Sith Trooper, and Hux if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, they are there now. So that is the Shard Shuffle. And as we know, what is it, two or three weeks from now, we should see at least two Hux and Sith Trooper at least uh, become farmable. Um, really looking forward to that because I really like the Hux character. I really want to uh, add him at least for that leader ability to have a second team. Even if that second team is not great, it will probably be able to catch people off guard for sure. So 
Can't wait for them to become actually farmable, but those three characters on well on their way. And uh yeah, so there you go. Oh, you must be talking about uh the the delicious BLT. No, I know. I'm I'm kidding. I was I just wanted I to talked make about the joke. them for a second. Well, you missed the part where I called uh tomatoes the demon fruit. Hell's wrong with I, you. I, Man. I knew I just knew. A little bit of sea salt, bunch of pepper coming in slices, like I don't know, eighth to three sixteenths of an inch thick. Woo! Damn, they're good. That's a Love quick way tomatoes. to make me run to the bathroom. Ah, delicious. Wop. All right. Yeah. So fixes. You got a fix for us. Fix us. Um. All right. One fixes. <laughs> Please fix us. Uh. Juno slice of the territory battle, JKA Starfighter no longer a platoon requirement. Yay. Didn't I see somewhere, and maybe it was this was it this week or last week? Yes. That they also fixed that we will be able to use malevolence in the lights or dark side GOTB. Mm-hmm. I believe I saw that because we were supposed to wait after this one for the next one for that to happen. And I'm pretty sure I saw in the game updates either this week or last week that that was updated. Hmm. But now I'm going to go look because that's something everyone should know for sure. Um, It's not in this week because there was only one bug fix. Um, Let me go back to last week. Uh, That was here. Uh, da, 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 da. Singy song. Let's see here. Mal. It's not in that one. What do you like? All right, we'll look for it again. All right. Malevolence being usable in at seven star in Darkside GOTB because it's wasn't they said it was gonna be available the next one, but it was gonna be the one after that. But I remember seeing a bug fix that said malevolence was usable in this one coming up. So I'll have to find that to be sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to use my seven star malevolence on this next territory. Battle. I hope so, but I guess we'll see. I hope so too, because honestly, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I, I agree. All right, you ready to talk about this next thing? Yep, let's go. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> All right, I have to say, this topic, is, this topic, it's, it's gonna be legend. Wait for it, dairy, legendary. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that show. It's a great show. show. It's so good. Um. All right, Galactic Legends. Man, some exciting stuff here. Galactic Legends, man. So I have to say, I'm a little surprised about what they're doing. They're giving us advance notice. The event, they they stated the events are not coming until March. And they're working on releasing their requirements now, which I think is interesting i think that's my first yawn of the show that's pretty good i'm pretty impressed hey, this coffee thing's working gotta slam that coffee um, on. so the fact that we have an idea of what we need now 
the fact that it's a fully relic previous version of the Galactic Legend character you're wanting, and two Relic 5 characters, like, old school characters. Um, pretty interesting. I, I'm... I'm still just super surprised. I love that they're doing this. But the most important part about these events is they're perpetual. They will be there all the time. They will put it out. And as soon as you hit the requirements, you can do the event. It's not like any of the past legendaries or anything where you have to wait for it to come back around. That is awesome because it takes so much of the pressure off the player base of trying to hurry up and get there before this point. Um... I think that's... It's progress. I'm really hoping that this is something that we'll start seeing a lot more in the future. Probably going to see more Galactic Legends in the future too, obviously. It seems like they like to create a new type of event every year. Um, But... I'm I'm pretty thrilled about it. So we got the first set of requirements. And there are four stages of requirements, as you can see by the quest. And, of course, the first one is... For Galactic Legend Ray, you're going to need a Relic 7 Ray Jedi training and a Relic 5 Finn and Resistance Trooper. And then for the Galactic Legend Kylo, you will need a Relic 7 Kylo Ren Mass with a Relic 5 First Order Stormtrooper and First Order Officer, if you haven't guessed that already. Um, I am obviously just all in on Kylo. And... Mainly because I'm pretty far in first order. Ah. Alright, the yawns are getting to me. Um, I'm pretty far in first order already by already having multiple ones relic. I don't have any resistance relic except for R2-D2. Um, my RJT is kind of far away. My BB-8 is kind of far away. And we have an idea of a lot of these characters. There are going to end up being requirements that they didn't show in this first stage. However... There's one crucial part to all of this that they didn't put in the original post. So if you immediately read the post, like shortly after it came out, you may have missed this part, but they came back through in this edit. This is just incredibly important. The minimum requirements for each character will vary and not all characters will require relics for this event. That is absolutely wonderful to hear. Where was that said? That was said in the original post, but they came back and added it in a little while afterwards. Okay. So, as far as we've seen as that requirements go, that's they're all relic. Wait, say that again? You said that it wouldn't require all relic characters? That is correct. But all the requirements we've seen so far are relic, and I would only assume they get harder from here. So, here's my theory. This is what I think they're doing. Traditionally, what they do is they release a character. It becomes farmable. And then a few weeks after, a few weeks to a month or so after it's farmable, we see that legendary type event. Both of these have two characters that just came out. You have uh, Banana Republic Finn and Poe. Poe. Um, then you also have Sith Trooper and Hux. Now, I suspect 
that those characters will not require relics. Those characters will require... Oh, my goodness. Those characters will require seven stars, but not relics. That is my guess. I suspect there will be some Zeta requirements. And I also suspect... Zeta requirements is such a hard thing to... I don't know how you would even show that in the game. You would say this character requires their Zeta. All abilities mm. up, fully upgraded or something along those I was lines. Say, as far as I've... Since we've never seen anything like in the game, that would be... We've never seen Galactic Legends in the game, so let's put well, that out there but, too. But it just doesn't seem... Zeta just doesn't seem like a requirement I would ever see them putting in. Well, but think about it. They're doing this as quests. Think about the stuff that we see in quests. Weird, weird shit like throw so many thermal detonators or get certain ranks. Like they have really weird requirements in many, many of these quests. So I suspect that's kind of the challenge they're trying to do. And we talked about this not too long ago about how much we would love to see a character that is kind of as difficult to get as Vader was originally. And I feel like that's what they're doing. I'm actually really excited about this. Because it's something to work towards for a long time. Even endgame players are going to be working towards this. Obviously, you know, super whales, big spenders are probably going to hit these requirements damn near right off the bat. But we have three other stages. I will be extremely surprised if one of those stages of requirements is not very, very much ship-based, including capital ships. Because they've already mentioned that we'll be getting a capital ship here pretty soon. Before these Galactic Galactic Legend characters. That will be the release for February. We will get these capital ships. um, And I'm betting that capital ship will be a requirement. So it'll probably be... I'm betting capital ship, Hux, Sith Trooper, or capital ship, Finn, Poe are the last step of these things. Since they're open forever, I'm willing to bet that it's... It'll be a mad dash in the last step to finish those three things in the last step. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll Because it'll be at the point where those things are unlocked and they've been out for maybe a week or two at that point. And so it's kind of like, hey, these are the last ones. Yep. Get them to this point. Farm them as fast as you can. They're probably going to be... I mean, all this is timed. They're all timing. They're timing it perfectly. I would not be surprised if the... The capital ship, but see, here's the thing about the capital ship being a requirement that hasn't even been released or talked about or how you'd get it. So that one, I just don't see as a requirement because it could never, that would push back you unlocking these galactic legends far past March, unless you were a whale, you can only unlock that, it as a whale. Then. That's the entire idea though. I, I, I will be extremely shocked if that's not what they're doing. And then I look the amount of salt that will cover this Swaga Earth when that happens will be unbearable. If they require these new capital ships that won't even be coming out till next month. But here's the by big the question. end of March to get these characters. Yeah. You you Bad think news oh, do you think this all isn't tied together? Does anyone think that this all isn't tied together? I mean Come, uh, no, I'm with you on everything but capital ships. 
because those are there's no details they're not released you don't even know when they're coming and then to require them by the end of march is would be ridiculous it depends on how they're released though they could be a legendary Have you ever got a capital ship to seven star within a month of it coming out without having to pay for it thrawn so you're talking about a legend you think these are going to be legendary captains? they could be okay Th- just, that's what I'm saying. It depends on how they wrong. release. You just proved me wrong, and I will acknowledge that. That is the only way that this could happen. But what would you need for that? No, and, and I think it will be a very tough event that you have to beat. But the qu- the question is, as far as these capital ships, I don't know what route they're going to go because you have four First Order ships. You have three Resistance ships. I'm not sure... I, what would the requirements be for these? I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have the foggiest idea. Um, if which the, is what makes it hard for me to believe that that would be the case. Now, I'm not saying that it won't be, but yeah, it's a little hard to comprehend at the current moment. Yeah, that's true. And you know, we've always seen legendary events with ships. Um, you know, we've uh, only seen one. Yeah, and it was a capital. We've never you, seen a legendary regular ship. Well, no, we have Millennium Falcon. You're right. Uh, you're right. You didn't even say anything, but I'm going to tell you, you're right, Wink. There could be something. <laughs> they could tie characters into it. Also, it could be some sort of event where it's like you need, say, Poe, Holdo. Um, what if? What if? The first few levels of the quest or whatever that you have to do to get to that point, all those characters that you got there went into a really hard event to unlock that capital ship. That'd be cool. I mean, that would make sense to me. That would be really cool. I, I would I would love that. I, I would have no issue with that whatsoever. I would see that is the that is a situation where I'd be totally fine with it because A You've already worked up the requirements to get to that point. Now, if you make it hard and not easy to get, but you've got the characters there at a certain point, excuse me, maybe a couple of them need to be a little further to finish it. But if you're already working towards it all the way to get there and then you find out that that's it, and now you're in a good spot to do it, or maybe you need a little bit more work to make it happen, that would be fine with me. Yeah. Like, because then then they're already shepherding shepherding you towards that instead of completely flipping things around when you get to that point so that would be really cool here's the big question the one thing that we're so excited about with these galactic legend characters is that the the event is always open that is the biggest thing for me but but here's the thing that's that's scary if they require a capital ship that's a legendary event that isn't on all the time hey you know what that might be how they get you that could be how they get us that could be the get you but that would only but here's the thing even that would only be at the in the if if it goes the way we're saying that would only then it would be at the last step so you have a lot of steps to get through to even get to that point probably true probably true and even and if you're not on the first wave or you're not on the cutting edge of getting this character right when it comes out now. You're probably going to have enough time before the 
a legendary to get the galactic legend event would come back a second time, you'd probably have more than enough time to get it that legendary the second time around. And if you're yeah. really with the time frame right now and the amount of time you have to work these characters, if you had to do that, you probably would be okay with it. Here's a question. What if they threw these capital ships in a store? What store do you think would be most likely? Most likely or make the most sense? Because to me, the Give most me sense, both answers. To me, the most sense would be the Galactic or the uh, Guild Store. I agree. And uh, the most likely is a get of some kind. Uh, Shaman puts my answer in the chat. The Fleet Store. That would be interesting too. See, the Guild Store and the Fleet Store are two things where you're set, right? In the Guild Store, you're always buying gear. And in the Fleet Store, you're always buying... Uh, Zetas. Zetas. So it's like, yep. it's not... It, th- those aren't unimportant stores, right? Not unimportant like the Cantina Store, the Galactic Galactic War Store, yeah. or even F- Fleet Store at this point. Um, but the Galactic... Or the Galactic... Why do I keep saying Galactic? <laughs> the Guild Store and the Fleet Store... Important stuff in there that you're always buying, which yep. is why I mentioned the the guild stores because you're always using that currency. There's always something in there to buy. There's always something to help you move forward. So dropping them in there, more than likely, most people aren't going to have the currency on stock. Not everyone will have the currency on stock. There are hoarder, the hoarders out there that have it ready to go, but more than likely, the people are not going to have it ready in the fleet store or the guild store. And that would make them perfect places to drop. We'll see. I we'll see. There's just so much unknown here. It's it's it, there it's is crazy. I, so for me, the capital ships are the biggest question mark because so I, I'm all in on first order. I do not care about Ray. Um, I if i'm suggesting to people to get one i would suggest ray just because of the light side territory battle however one thing i do like about kylo is crew is not a legendary ca- character like rjt he is a character you can farm from a 10 energy cantina node so the galactic legend kylo might be the best way to go for newer players which i think is kind of interesting but as far as the rest of the first order so here are all the First Order characters in the game. First Order Stormtrooper, First Order Officer, Sith Trooper, Kylo Ren Amass, Kylo Ren, First Order Executioner, Captain Phasma, First Order TIE Pilot, General Hux, and First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter. The ones that I that are absolutely going to be required, no questions about it. Crew, First Order Officer, First Order Stormtrooper, those three we know without question. General Hux and Sith Trooper will absolutely be freaking required. But then that leaves out the original Kylo, First Order Executioner, Phasma, and the two the two TIE pilots. I suspect the two TIE pilots will be requirements on their ship to some degree. And then you would have Kylo, First Order Executioner, and Phasma as requirements in some other way, shape, or form, they could very easily make this require the entire First Order faction, 100%. And 
I wouldn't be a bit surprised. It's it'll be interesting. See, okay. This is my thoughts because a ships are not confirmed as a requirement anywhere. No, but come on, they're but then, gonna but, be. But, uh, but but yeah, that's that's where I'm gonna say that I agree with you because we were talking about there's 15 requirements that were listed when this first all came out, right? And we're like, okay, well, the first order needs four or five for them as requirements and to to fill out the 15 as far as the faction goes, and then for for resistance it's like we need four or five characters to fill out 15 characters to make this work too right it's 17 it makes, now i think it was 15 so, before but there are 17 but so it, even even better but the point is with that many needed i'm all i'm all, i'm totally on board now because there was a while there where we thought maybe you might need some first order mixed in with resistance for each of them which would make the numbers add up but i don't think that anymore i think that I'm with you with the ship thing that the requirement numbers make more sense once you add ships to the characters to get the numbers that to add up correctly. Yep. And so so there are 17 slots on there. There's four first order ships and there are let's see um 10 characters. So What did I say? Ten characters and four ships, so fourteen total, um, and then three that who knows. Um, and those could be blank slots that aren't used. We don't know, but there could also be some crossover. Um, depending on how they do this, if they do this some sort of story fashion, I could totally see maybe Scavenger Ray being required for Kylo Ren Unmasked and regular Kylo Ren being required for Ray Jedi training. There could be some sort of crossover uh there and um just because a lot of these characters do kind of cross over as being really important to that character's development and if that's what they're going to do is some sort of thing where we see the development of these characters kind of a story-based thing, kind of like what they've done with legendary characters in the past. I could totally see that happening. So, I'm going to shift gears just a little bit. We're still going to talk requirements for a second, but I want to talk about some of the outcry I've seen from people saying these relic levels are ridiculous for to be needed for this. To which I reply... A, how in the world would you not see this coming as far as character gearing requires for a galactic legend character? 100%. If it wasn't something similar to like what we were talking about that maybe you get the shards through quests and stuff like that. And it looks like you do get it through quests, but you have to have the characters geared a certain way to unlock the quests. So, I, I A, here are two things, and this might surprise people. I'm not surprised by the gear requirements. And B, I am okay with them. I don't have a problem with them. That's the part that surprises me. I, you know <laughs> what? There's a lot of gear required for these. But if you look, so so I've, I've had this open on the, on the live stream for a while. So we'll kind of go into this uh, just a little bit to talk about it as to why I'm not surprised. But 
you look at this first post they made earlier in the week before they did the requirements, and they talked about the Galactic Legends. What is a Galactic Legend? Galactic Legends will be some of the most powerful characters in Galaxy of Heroes and will have several unique mechanics. We want these characters to plug and play in many different teams, but also have a specific quad that they are particularly well-suited for. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Characters like General Kenobi and Thrawn. Characters you can put in any team and they're 100%. good. 100%. But are really good in their main synergy team. So they said, for example, Galactic Legend Ray could lead a great resistance squad due to several abilities that affect resistance units, but could also work well with just about any light side squad as she has abilities that also directly target all light side characters. So something else they mentioned in the post is that these characters will have some sort of ability that affects mastery stats. Which means I mean, having well characters. I knew where you were going, and I highlighted it on the post because I knew where you were going. So the very next sentence is part of this relates to how Galactic Legends manipulate the mastery stat. And this is kind I mean, really kind of important. So let let's go. I'm gonna pick a let's see, I'm gonna go to my R2D2 because he is resistance. And he's not completely maxed, so you can kind of get an idea of kind of what I'm thinking. So his mastery stat is 20 at Relic 4. And so at Relic 4, he has gained 6% accuracy, 6% crit avoidance, and 240 damage. So if these characters had some sort of ability that, say, doubled a character's mastery stats, that would get his... Obviously, crit avoidance to 12%, accuracy 12%, and 480 on the damage. I could totally see that happening because that would actually have a huge, significant difference on whether that character is in that team or not. I mean, if you're talking about some of these characters that have 12% uh, extra crit damage or 12% evasion and stuff like that, and you're doubling that, makes I mean, that's... That's not nothing. And the big question will be, whenever it affects the mastery stat, is that pre-mods? Because if so, then characters that have stuff like damage is going to get multiplied even further by having that character on the team. Um, I, that, I think, is super, super interesting. And they're really... It hints to me that they're really trying to move forward with making almost relic synergy in a way uh which which is kind of interesting but also kind of scary but i like it because i, I we can i'm surprised you like about, it well we've complained about synergy becoming such a focus that you can't put characters with other characters anymore yeah if they went away with that because true. of mastery going forward once you get you these characters all relic and you can start mix matching teams again I think that would be awesome. Yeah, like I agree. I mean, it might not happen for me now, but it could happen for me eight months from now. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. we start getting back into that diversified uh, team comp building because of that, I'd be totally okay with that. You know what I mean? Uh, the one thing that's a big question, though, is you're going to have that entire faction basically freaking max to get the character. So you're going to have the best team that they go in, most likely. And that's the only thing that I'm not super crazy about. 
I'm actually kind of surprised they that they didn't reverse it, making First Order yeah, characters but, required okay. to get Ray. Let me refute. Watt Tambor. That's to a good get Watt to Darkside GOTB, you had to get a lot of those characters really high gear and a lot of that uh, Separatist team relic, right? Yeah. But for the most part, we don't use Watt in a Separatist team. We use him to amplify decent teams to the point where they're good, right? That's a really good point. I'm not advocating to say that these Galactic Legends aren't going to be used in their Synergy teams, but there may be situations where you're just okay with an RJT lead. And you move that Galactic Legend into this other team that elevates them to the point where they're up in the same stratosphere. You know what I mean? So, we don't know the specifics. I like it. But, Watt is a... I look at Watt as like a precursor, right? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I want to I wanna finish this post real quick so we get through these points because there are some good ones in here. It's stuff okay. we haven't talked about. But... Um, all characters with the relics have mastery, so no matter who you pair with the Galactic Legends, they will get a boost. Um, the biggest thing that out of this post that we haven't talked about. Another unique aspect of Galactic Legends is their ultimate ability. Woo! Similar to a capital ship, these abilities chain charge up over the course of a battle and allow Galactic Legends to unleash their full power. Each Galactic Legend will have Scary. an ultimate ability. That's visually striking. I like that. Hey, show me some cool stuff. Yeah. And often strong enough to turn the tide of battle. Interesting. We haven't mentioned this ultimate ability for these things. And ultimate abilities on ship capital ships are ridiculous. So They are? I mean, if you're getting that on a character now for these Galactic Legends, that quote-unquote turn the tide of battle, to me that means... If if they get this off, things are gonna go badly for you, uh, unless you, you have one on your side. Yeah, like it's it it ultimate. The once I read ultimate ability, I'm like, all right, we got capital ships and characters now, and the it's that's gonna be an interesting dynamic for sure. I I'm pretty excited. I can't wait to see what they come up with. Um, I. I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I am. I'm feeling pretty optimistic, honestly. It's. I don't remember the last time where I really felt this kind of optimistic about the direction of the game, but I kind of feel like we're heading towards a pretty good spot. I mean, new content, these new characters, um, you know, interesting requirements that are you know you kind of have to work for. That's not on a time constraint. Like this is. The beginning of the year so far has been really good stuff so far. I'm I'm digging it. I need more content. Agree. But no I doubt. Agree. Yeah. But if 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 assault this assault biddle assault, assault biddle what the hell if these biddles are any indication, the content coming should be really good. So yep, I totally agree. I, I think that uh, once the 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 desert, the famine of uh, content or communication in general ended. I think we're now getting a lot of good information, a lot of uh, 
interesting information to that quote unquote ambitious year that they talked about before they gave any information about an ambitious year. So yeah. I'm seeing the ambition. I'm starting to see, I'm coming around to the ambition. That's all I'm saying. So I agree. I don't I like know. It. It's going to be interesting. I, like I said, my focus is not this right now, but it will be probably in the next, in about three weeks, it'll probably be my, my ambition. So cool. I like it. Well, yeah, I, I like it too. We'll see. We I mean, I guarantee guys... next week we'll be talking about more. That's probably true. About Galactic Legends. That's but there, it true. seems like it's funny that one's two single character, two single characters. That's not a thing. Two characters could have so much information about them for us to talk about. I agree. So. I agree. Well, that pretty much wraps up most of the show, but we still have this I... to go to. Want to play a game? It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia! May the force be with you. Oh, yes. All right. So, oh, hell yeah. Tesh decided that he was leaving up to me again this week. So, guess what? Things are going to get interesting. All right. I, I'm pretty I, excited. I, I, I love this idea. So, all right. You explain it. I've explained it oh, to you. Okay. Let's go play telephone and you tell the people. All right. So, Dan came up with a great idea, and what we're going to do is, when we don't have trivia, we came up with a pretty cool idea. It's kind of old-school trivia, uh, if you've been listening to Shadow Horror Podcast very long. This is the thing that originally started trivia was something similar to this, but what we're going to do is, tonight, GMP is going to go, going to go through his roster, randomly pick a character. He's going to read an ability in which I have to figure out what character that is. And next week, if we don't have regular trivia... I will be going through my roster asking him questions about abilities. So this is going to be pretty fun. Get to see how well I know some characters in the game. So uh, why don't we go ahead and go to... I I don't have the questions. (laughs) Okay. All right. right. Uh, uh, What I'm going to do is special one on whatever character I pick. I'm going to read their special one because every character has a special. Okay. Wink. We'll see if Wink can decide... Uh, who that special belongs to. All right, so I'm gonna close. I'm gonna. Do, I'm not gonna close, but I'm gonna look to my right. I'm gonna scroll through this roster right here and pick someone. All right, I got a character. All right, I'm gonna read that first special. I'm not gonna okay. name it because that can give it away. But all right, all right. This is an easy one. All right, if okay. you don't get the one, I will be surprised. <laughs> Blank and a random ally who doesn't have it gain secret intel. <laughs> Unique buff. I am going to guess this is BB-8. It is BB-8. That was <laughs> a great way to start. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look this time and pick one. Okay. Sounds good. All right, I got it. Special All right. one. Here we go. Number two. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict offense down for two turns. This attack ignores defense. 
offense down, does damage, AoE, ignores defense. Yes, sir. Huh. The good news is I, for everyone watching the stream, they know who it is because I have it up on the stream. Um, I'm going to close, I'm going to close chat. Uh, Ooh. uh, Okay, can you? I'll read it one more time. Here you go. All right, all right. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict offense down for two turns. This attack ignores defense. Can I call in a lifeline? Who's your lifeline? You. Me? Is this light side or dark side? Listen, man, just play the game. Don't be cancer. Ah. Did you just hint something? What? Is it Candorous? Winner! <laughs> well done. Well done, sir. All right. All right. I would not have got that one without the hint, I'll be honest. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, someone said, can you compare this to Sith Troopers? Because it's almost identical. All right, I'm going to bring up Sith Trooper and talk about and read his. Deal physical damage to all enemies with a 70% chance. 70%. So there's a, a percentage chance to deal offense down for two turns. He also gains protection up equal to 5% for each debuffed enemy for two turns. This attack ignores protection. So he has... He pays for the offense down by only having a percentage to do it by gaining protection up. Okay. So they are very similar. They are very similar. Interesting. 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 Good call there. All right. What's question number three? All right. We're gonna we're gonna go here, and we're gonna go here. Actually, we're not gonna go there. We're gonna go here. All right. Here we go. Special one for this character is deal physical damage to target enemy, inflict speed down for two turns, and blank gains taunt. For two turns. Read it one more time. Deal physical damage to target enemy. Inflict speed down for two turns. And blank gains taunt for two turns. Echo? It is actually... Echo doesn't taunt. Uh, deal. It is actually Paplu. Okay. Well, I was thinking... Because I know him and Fives have synergy. I was thinking there's something that caused Fives... But yeah, I don't... Yeah, that's... that's not, it's Paplu. Interesting. Okay. Paplu it is. Hmm. All right. We'll go with this. Okay. We'll go with this one. All right. Here we go. This is number four. You All are... Right. Two for three, plus plus a hint. <laughs> all right. Deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them with a 50% chance to inflict speed down for two turns. This ability's cooldown is reduced by two if the target is suffering any 
negative status effects. Read it one more time. Alright. Deal physical damage to the target enemy and dispel all buffs on them with a 50% chance to inflict speed down for two turns. This ability's cooldown is reduced Ooh. by two if the target is suffering any negative status effects. I know this sounds so familiar. I just, God, I cannot remember who it is. Um, would it happen to... I already gave you a hint, but I really want to give you a hint here. Uh, you like this character. He helps you. He helps you a lot. Uh, I don't think this is right, but Chewy? Incorrect. It is actually Resistance Trooper. Huh. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, because you know that sec that first special ability yeah. with the, uh, the dispel. I did not know. Yeah. About right. the, uh, I did not know about the cooldown reduction if they yeah. had negative stats. Okay. I knew that because that's why he was just, so awesome in when, when the Sith Raid first came out. It was a monster with RJT because of that. I mean, because he could constantly use that special. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you would think that with a, well, I mean, I guess it is a four turn cooldown, so it makes sense that. He reduces his own cooldowns along with the reduction from yeah. RJT. So, yeah. But that ability is great. I mean, that that is yeah. constantly used for so many things. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna scroll up here with my eyes closed and click this. We'll go with this one. Last one, number five. Last one. We're two for four. Fifty percent, man. If you were All a baseball right. player, you'd have a pretty good average here. That's true. All right. Blank dispels all debuffs on all allies and gains 4% turn meter for each debuff dispelled. Grant all blank allies offense up for three turns. Then call another target ally to assist. One more time? Yeah, one more time. All right. Blank dispels all debuffs on all allies and gains 4% turn meter for each debuff dispelled. Grant all blank allies offense up for three turns, then call another target ally to assist. I remember reading this kit recently. Hope you guys are enjoying the harp music while I'm sitting here racking my brain. What the hell is this? Read it one more time, final time. Blank dispels all debuffs on all allies and gains 4% turn meter for each debuff dispelled. Grant all blank allies offense up for three turns. Uh, then call another target ally to assist. Oh, God, I don't freaking know. Um. Oh, man, I almost gave you a hint that probably would have given it away. <laughs> I, uh, F, I am going to say. It probably would have been less of a hint than I thought it was. 
4%. There's not a lot of people gain Termir based on freaking debuffs dispelled. And that sounds so familiar. So freaking familiar. You want you want the name of the ability? They'll give you that. Oh, Shmood yeah. in the uh, chat's like, give them the ability name. Alright, alright. Warlord's Resolve. Which may, would not help me at all, by the way. Less of a hint than it is a hindrance. I'm thinking some sort of bounty hunter, but... I don't think that's right either. It is not. Do you have a final shot in the dark? Uh, I do. Uh, let's go with... Dark GOTB. Let's go with... <laughs> I see it. I can't even the think of anyone. Hamster's running in that brain. My goodness! Holy hell! This is actually this is unbelievably difficult. Um, yeah, right? I know when you start doing it to me, I'm gonna be like, I hate this. This is the worst thing in the world. Jeez! Uh, it's gonna bug me forever. I I I, I don't know. I don't, I I really have no idea. Let's go with. Um, I'm just trying to think of a Jerry. No, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. I said Dark Side GOTB. Do we? Do you use Jerry in there? Maybe that was no. a terrible hit. I, I, I don't know. Let's go with Carlos the Stormtrooper. Got it. I, I, I give up. I don't know. This, I, I don't know. I can't even think of anyone. You are bugging out, man. What what is it? What's the answer? Boggle the lesser. Really? I said less twice. I also said it's gonna bug me. <laughs> I tried to drop so many hints. Seriously, it Poggle? Is Poggle the lesser. Yeah, his uh, special ability uh, dispels debuffs. I I love using really? it on uh, on brute to get that crap off of him. I thought all it did was freaking give offense up. Nope. Dispels I turn meter, grants offense up, and calls an assist. Never, never would have got that. Not <laughs> a chance. I'm glad All we right. didn't keep trying. So All right. Well, well done, sir. Well done. That was a good times. That was a good times. That was fun. Uh, For me, because I knew the answers. I know next time I'm going to be like, you got two no. out of five. Like, now, granted, I did give you a, a hint on the second you get, one. That, that helped because I wouldn't have got that one without the hint. So, so. we'll say two out of we'll say one and a half and, out of five. How's and that? the one I did get was super easy. Yeah, <laughs> the secret intel. Yeah, I'm like I I like closed my eyes, clicked it, I opened it up. I'm like, really? It's yeah. gonna say secret intel right in. The All right, whatever. Alright, well, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. Hey, Patreons, uh, make sure you guys check out the Patreon feed. Uh, go to patreon.com slash shattered order. You'll be able to see it there. There's also an RSS feed you can use. Put in your podcast app or whatever. But we will be doing a Q&A, which is going to be interesting, Only to say the least. Available 
two supporters on Patreon. We're going to do that right after this ends. We're going to go answer all the Patreon questions from the invisible Patreon chat in our Discord that you can only see if you're a Patreon. So if you're interested in that, you know, you can be in on it. I'm just saying patreon.com slash shattered order. There it is. But we're going to go do that after this. Answer everyone's questions. Doesn't have to be Swaga related. I will tell you exactly what I had for lunch if you're interested in that. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for coming and hanging out for episode 182. Holy crap. We are rounding out that fourth year. Yeah. Four years of this dang it's podcast. Crazy. What have we done with our lives? Not much. I mean, honestly. This podcast Damn. has been going for quite a while. I this it's alcohol has crazy. made me very hyper. Like That's I don't good. know what's That's going good. on. Like this 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 IPA has got me. It's got a hold All right. Me. I like I'm to looking hear forward it. to the, the Patreon uh, QA. That'll be fun. All right, everybody else, that is done today. Thank you for hanging out. Tomato Fiesta. I can't I had to stop. Tomatoes are the devil fruit. Stop. Just stop with tomatoes. Anyways, quit, everybody. Quit being else. a crazy person. Yeah, I am a crazy person. All right. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. We appreciate you. Go check us out at discord.me slash to Come talk to us all week. That's how you round out how awesome this podcast out by giving us your feedback. Until next time, everybody, we will see you on the flip side. Later.